Welcome to the Big Picture Podcast, where we make sure you know there's more going on than you can see or hear. If this podcast episode helps you, would you consider leaving us a review on the app or platform you're using to listen? We appreciate it. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. And now, your host, Larry Ragland. Tonight on The Big Picture, we have a very special edition. We are searching for the supernatural. Is it even real? Does miracles still happen? Is the Spirit of God moving? What's up with all this new age resurgence and all this kind of stuff? Let me tell you what it is. People are on the hunt for the real deal. They're looking for the supernatural. And if the church doesn't give the supernatural, the real supernatural, the only supernatural that comes from the power of the Holy Ghost, they're gonna find it somewhere else. Well, tonight I've got with me a guest that is on the forefront of bringing the supernatural back to the body of Christ. Pastor Mike Signorelli is in the house. He's got a brand new movie called The Domino Revival. We're gonna find out more about that and what God is doing in the last days right after this. Let's do it. Yeah, it's the big picture. We always call it the big picture because there's more going on in the world than what you can see with your eyes and hear with your ears. It is the supernatural realm, and we're going to bring him in in just a moment. But tonight we have on the show Pastor Mike Signorelli. Him and his wife, Julie, pastor the church in called Vision, V1 uh, Church in New York City. And the vision for V1 Church was conceived, listen to this, during Hur- Hurricane Sandy. Now, to, to the big picture, uh, folks, y'all are laughing because y'all know I'm married to Hurricane Sandy. Uh, <laughs> relief tour in New York. Years later, uh, weekly gatherings in a home were expanded to launch the team. And V1 launched at three locations in its first three years to accommodate the number of disciples, making disciples within the community of New York City. Lead pastors Mike and Julie have a passion to impact their city beyond the uh, beyond with the uncompromising gospel of Jesus Christ, and of course they are making a difference all around the world. And I tell you, there is none other like him. And I can't tell you how excited I am to have on the show once again. Welcome back to the big picture, Pastor Mike Signorelli. Come on in, Pastor Mike. The crowd's going wild. Good to, see, good to see you, Pastor. It's, so, it's such an honor to have you. Uh, I know that you are so busy right now getting ready, pushing towards the movie with your church, preaching yeah. all over. And uh, so thank you for taking the time to be on The Big Picture. Hey, it's such an honor to be here. I love any time we get together. I know we're going to be together preaching our guts out. What is that, next month? Yes, that's coming up very quick, just a few weeks. There it is, October 4th through the 6th. Man, look at the generals we got coming into Birmingham, Alabama, uh, Pastor Miles Rutherford and the general himself, Dr. Rod Parsley. And then we're going to close it out with the man, the myth, the legend, Pastor Mike <laughs> Signorelli. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be amazing. On. Give the water boy that last session. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Uh, man, it's going to be awesome. So have you ever been to Birmingham? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? There's a lot of great people. I want to see you there. I'm going to be telling my whole crew. So we're coming out in droves. So be ready. It's going to be amazing. Man, well, that's awesome, Pastor. And it, it for Solid Rock Church, we are on top of the world excited about it. And uh, you know, as we were talking off the air before we begin this show, you got people coming in from all over the country. And I especially yeah. want to encourage pastors uh, that are really hungry to see God move in your church. To You need some pastors, you need to set aside time to go and receive. And this is a great conference you receive and to come. And Pastor Mike is on the forefront. And that's what we're going to talk about today, Pastor Mike, is, you know, you, you're you preaching all over the world. You're preaching all over this country. And they're in New York and in yeah. your home church and online. So the, so we, we brought you on to tell everybody to come to Birmingham. But we also brought you on because I'm seeing this on the big picture. I'm seeing this in my church and in different places. There is such a quick, I mean a quick, just surge in a search for supernatural. I believe it came out of the pandemic. I, people, I believe people came out of that pandemic saying, you know what, if I'm going to tap into something, I want the real thing. So Pastor Mike, what are you seeing out there in your church, in New York and around the world far as the hunger for the supernatural? Yeah, well, let me start by saying, you know, 
thanks for letting me on the show and, and give me an opportunity to talk about these things because here's the rea reality, Larry. I am preaching all over the world, literally all over the world. And quite frankly, I don't want the opinion of somebody who hasn't left their own neighborhood mm. because right now there's some pastors who would say, oh, this stuff, you know, there isn't a real spiritual hunger and things are really bad. Here's the thing. I mean, I've gone coast to coast. Matter of fact, this Saturday, I'm leaving again to go from New York City all the way to Seattle, Washington, literally going coast to coast. Wow. And I've got some good data. And so, you know, of course, there's people who don't even leave their own front yard. But for as somebody who's traveling across the United States over and over and over and have been since the pandemic era, uh, I'm seeing this this hunger. People are desiring they're longing for the supernatural. Now, they don't necessarily fulfill it through Christ Jesus, you know, but th there is a hunger there. As a matter of fact, that when I first started preaching over 20 years ago now, which is crazy to say it out loud. You know, people were uh, bending towards atheism. And so a lot of my sermons were oriented towards helping people defend the faith. Uh, I used to get into astrophysicists like uh, Dr. Hugh Ross that yeah. would do their best to try to substantiate Christianity from a scientific perspective. And I really feel like like a couple of decades ago, our biggest battle was against atheism. Mm. Right now, though, what I'm starting to see is it's spiritual but not religious. It's alternative spiritual practices. It's the occult. It's the new age. It's witchcraft. As a matter of fact, um, and you may not have noticed this, I'm telling this to the viewers, like I want you to go to the grocery store and I want you to look at the impulse uh, buys. You know, you're going to see tarot card reading for kids. I want you to go to your local mall. Next time you're in a retail store, they sell clothes, but oftentimes they'll even have, um, you know, t different things like uh, associated with the new age. And you, you might not notice it until I tell you. Now, in those same stores, try to find a Bible. You're not going to find one. Right. <laughs> you know? So it's like they have all kinds of books, spell, spell casting for kids. And these are not works of fiction, according to them. These are these are nonfiction works. These are books and materials that they're providing uh, for you know the consumer. Why is it because your local retailer or your local grocery store uh, is satanically controlled, or is it because there's such a demand for it that they know that they can make money selling it? You know, and so wow. right now. The proof that we are desiring spiritual things is that our, our stores are filled with these items because there's a demand for it. Well, now, there's a demand for it, and, and Pastor, I want to pick your brain on this. Do you think it's also, like so many other things that's happened in our culture, it comes back to the laziness of the church? Is it because the church has rejected the supernatural so much that it's almost like the enemy feels empowered you know what? What are they going to do? They, I, I've tried this. I, I do a little sort of drip, 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 and and then they rebuke me back in the last generation. But they seem to be embracing it even in the church, and they're putting uh, people that are living lifestyles of abomination in the pulpit. They're you know they're embracing all these kind of things. We're having conferences on teaching pastors now. Uh, there's one coming up in Atlanta, Georgia, about how to embrace uh, the LGBTQ into the platforms and into teaching our children and things like that. So do you feel like that on one side there's a hunger for supernatural, on the other side the demons feel empowered because the church seems to be embracing? Yeah, here's the thing. I've never understood how you can give people the 66 canonized books of the Bible from Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, all the way to Revelation, and you read about the supernatural, you can't go more than a couple of pages in, in the entirety of the Bible without reading supernatural accounts, and yet you go to a local church 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, you never see a demon manifest. Well, wow. let me just tell you why. If you're not in a head-on collision with the devil, it's because mm. you're running the same direction. The reason why you never seen a demon manifest at your local church is because your pastor is holding hands with them. I mean, the, the reality is wherever Jesus was, demons were manifesting, saying, why are you, why have you come to torment me? Wow. And so if your Christianity is not tormenting demons. And the, listen, when you create a supernatural environment where the Holy, where you're hosting the Holy Spirit, that atmosphere irritates and agitates demons. And you're going to see deliverance, not because you're obsessed with demons, but because you're worshiping Jesus Christ. And come as on. you're God the Father, all of a sudden those atmospheres begin to create those things. And, and then, yes, then the other thing is, just for me to diagnose culture a little bit, you know, uh, over a decade ago, you started seeing 
the height of the seeker sensitive movement. Yep. And what that was here in America was, you know, we want to make Americans comfortable so that they receive the message. And the idea was we want to relate to them. We want to, we, you know, let's bring them into church. Let's give them a, a, their favorite drink, a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. Let's give them a bagel. Let's get them in the seat. And then, you know, with our sermons, it's like, well, I don't want to offend. It's like the goal was how do I not offend them? And, yep. and so then what happens is, we have to take a pocket knife to the Bible and cut out every scripture wow. that in that particular society they disagree with and preach around it. So now you get what I call bumper sticker Christianity. So, you know, that's uh, we got like Jeremiah 29, 11, We got Psalm 23. It's like, here's the scriptures that are universally approved. You know, uh, no weapon formed against you will prosper. But then what what do you do about scriptures that are uh, against the alphabet community? Yep. What do you do about scripture? And so what happens is when you have the seeker sensitive movement and pastors are trying to grow their church on the idea of, uh, let me just omit. So it's, it's not that they're preaching some, and some, pre and so there's two different types of, there's woke pastors that are openly embracing the alphabet community that are openly embracing the redefinition of gender that are opening, openly, uh, accepting, you know, the, the, these, uh, ideologies, but then they're soft woke mm. and soft woke is just basically by omission. I'm just not going to discuss it at all. And oh, I'm going to so good and I'm going to try to stay safe. And wow. so both of them are wrong because the thing about Jesus Christ, when you follow his ministry is that he unapologetically, uh, delivered the message. Matter of fact, you know, at one point he said, drink my blood and eat my flesh. <laughs> yeah. And Learning that that was too hard for them to do, they walked away from them. And I think a lot of pastors are trying to grow their church. I'm trying to shrink mine down to the real ones. Uh, oh. You know, give me Gideon's army. You know, give me the ones that actually believe. Because the thing is, Jesus said, no one builds a house without first considering the cost. Say and that. A lot of, you know, when you're preaching these sermons and you're not actually helping people. Hey, let me tell you the cost. The cost is that you're going to have to unapologetically stand for the biblical definition of marriage in a world that doesn't believe it anymore. The cost is that you're going to have to believe that God created them male and female. And mm. that's it. You know, that's God, it. the cost is, so it's like, you're going to, and so here's the thing. I preach that way in New York City. And you know what the product of that preaching is? We have five people just in our New York City campus that all identified as drag queens and wow. were on the spectrum uh, within the alphabet community who now have completely surrendered that identity with their wigs, with their makeup, with all their stuff. Uh, some of them have even gone on now to get married and now uh, one of them even having kids. And, you know, this is not conversion therapy. No. I don't have the power to do that, but the gospel has the power to do, to transform. Oh. So in the form of godliness, denying the power thereof. And, that, like, and that's... Oh. And that's that's part of the you know Paul said that that you know we we Jesus said in the last days look for uh, earthquakes in diverse places wars and rumors of wars and yeah. people have always looked at Matthew twenty four as signs of the end times but then Paul gives yeah. us the signs of the end times too know this that in the last days perilous times will come and he begins to list the the generation that we are in and then he ends it with they will have a form of godliness but deny the power there from such people run away and yeah. and it's like you know it's that remnant uh pastor you you was talking about that passage of scripture where Jesus you know, he says okay if anybody doesn't drink my blood or eat my flesh you're not worthy of the kingdom and all these people walked away but and we preached that part but honestly my favorite part is is when he looks at his disciples and says you're going to leave too Go right. ahead if you want to. Go ahead if you want to. And, and then the powerful response of Peter: Where would we go? Where would we go to eat the breath of the bread of life to receive life the way we receive it from you? And that's the remnant, Pastor. That's the remnant that you're talking about. Is is okay? Okay, church growth seminars. Okay, all that kind of stuff. Maybe, and I put that in quotations. Maybe it worked for a season. But yeah. in this generation, the heightened demonic supernatural release. Because I believe the enemy knows he's running out of time. I believe, yeah. I believe he. If we don't know it, he knows that we are it. There is no yeah. Plan B. It is us, and yeah. and I believe that is why God has raised back up and and it's never left, but brought back the message of deliverance, brought back the message of freedom. Let's talk about Pastor. What this this movie that's coming out? 
is unashamedly supernatural, unashamedly powerful. It is going to be in movie theaters. It is going to sweep this nation, and it is going to reintroduce or even introduce to many people, and quite frankly, I hope it introduces the supernatural to some pastors because I, I, I yeah. live by this. I teach pastors all the time in our Bible college and, 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 and through pastoring pastors that, you know, that scripture says, how can they believe in what they have not heard? And how can they hear without a preacher? Mm. And, and, and I believe that those pre, the preachers are being raised up. So pastor, what, first of all, what is the domino revival? We're going to watch the trailer in just a minute. What sparked this to take a pastor in New York city and open doors and start putting things in your mind that God was going to use this message to touch the world in their church, in their sanctuary, which is called the, the movie theater media. I believe that's yeah. the world's church, and you're going to the world's church. So tell us a little bit more about what sparked the Domino Revival. Yeah, well, listen, we had a very prominent pastor here in New York City fall, and unfortunately, when he went into sexual sin, it made international tabloids. And, you know, quite frankly, New York City has been in desperate need of a general of the faith. It's been in desperate need of somebody who will rise up in this city and contend with this spirit of Herod and all of this madness here. And so I was just severely grieved when that pastor fell. And I thought, oh, you know, the people of this city, they need, the, you know, just somebody who's not, not somebody who's perfect, but just somebody who believes in righteousness and holiness and somebody who believes in casting out demons and praying for the sick and, and somebody who believes in prophecy and, you know, the, the fullness of the, the gospel. And so uh, what happened was we have this park in Brooklyn called the Domino Park. Mm. And, you know, which, and I had this visit vision what if we started a revival in Domino Park, Brooklyn? And so while the enemy is trying to take this situation with this prominent pastor falling in sexual sin and trying to put New York City on the map for that, let's flip it and let's do like a Samson moment where we push down wow. the pillars of the Temple of Dagon. You know, and many listeners may not know, you know, the Temple of Dagon was actually the temple to the God of fertility at that time, which was this deity that was half fish, half man. And so when Samson stands between those pillars and pushes them down, that's an act of deliverance because he's actually saying the, the deity, the pagan deity of, of my time that represents uh, sexual perversion is going to be the very thing that I tear down because it mm. tried to destroy me. And so I was, that's kind of how it started. I was like, let me start a revival in Domino Park and push that first domino down. Then I'm going to just cash out my own retirement and I'm going to self-fund my own tour across the United States and then overseas and drop a domino in every location. Wow. So at the time, I didn't know I was going to get a chance to have a major motion picture, but I did feel that I was... Um, I did feel that I was I was on the cusp of something historic enough that I actually had the wherewithal to record it in like a cinematic way. And so we had uh, purchased this camera that basically you could make movies with. And I, because I just had the sense that like this is now basically the era of the pandemic now into post pandemic. And yeah. so it had a historic quality. So I was like, at least let's capture all this stuff the highest level we can. And lo and behold, uh, I was in another movie called Come Out in Jesus' Name, yes. which is about deliverance. And deliverance broke out in theaters across. I'm kind of giving you the quick version. But deliverance broke out across the United States in theaters as a result of that. And I kind of heard through the grapevine that a really high up in the movie industry watches my preaching every week. And so immediately I felt like the Holy Spirit said, this is your door of opportunity. There's going to be favor. So we just straight up reached out to him and said, hey, we heard this. We heard that, you know, so-and-so uh, hmm. -so listens to Pastor Mike's sermons every week. We, he has a movie idea. And so they came back and said, yeah, it's true. Let's talk. And then wow. basically in that first meeting, this is what I said. I said, I have a vision of almost making like the Avengers Endgame of revival. Oh, so, my God. That is so awesome. <laughs> So I was like, I don't want to do a movie about myself. I think that's narcissistic, you know, but I, I said, I, me and my friends all, cause I'm just one of many movement makers right now that are going all across the United States doing a revival. And, you know, people debate like, what's the definition of revival? I, I look at it as multifaceted it, and everybody owns a different piece of that definition. There's mm -hmm. not just one singular definition of revival because, you know, it depends on what died, you know, in an era oh. where we're 
when in an era where worship died, then a revival could look like worship being revived. In an era where wow. prophecy died, prophecy comes back. In an era of preaching, like I think revival depends on what died. And that's so, so good. That's kind of how I look at it. So what are we reviving? What are we bringing back? You know, right now we're reviving biblical values in America. We're yes. reviving the old definitions of how we used to say what a thing is. And so that's, so my thing, my point was, let me get together all the people that are doing a different facet of revival in one movie. And then let me show America on film, signs, miracles, wonders, deliverance, mm. prophecy being fulfilled. And, and here's the thing I'm telling you right now, Larry, this movie is going to be a thorn in the side of religious Christians. It's going to be a thorn in the side of comfortable pastors. It's because I'm telling you, and I'm saying this in the, in the, with the most <laughs> statistic joy, <laughs> I can say it, you know, the people I'm telling pastor, if you're watching right now, your congregation is going to go see this movie mm. and then you're going to have to decide what you truly believe and get off the fence. Wow. I mean, this, this whole fake Pentecostal, you know, right. There's a lot of people that are, that are basically Baptist plus and, yeah. and they, they we, try we, to, we call them Bapticostal, but go ahead. Yeah. Bapticostal Baptist yeah. plus it's like they, they, they bring you into these tantalating worship experiences with the lights and, and the haze, and they do everything to make you think that they believe in the fullness of yeah. experiencing the Holy spirit, but they stop you just short of, of, basically biblically fulfilling it so you're never going to receive the baptism of the holy spirit with with tongues you're never going to receive the fire of the holy spirit you're never going to begin to uh, receive prophecy and the and the ability to prophesy discerning of spirits any one of the the gifts that are listed in scripture and so we've kind of done a disservice because a lot of the baptist infrastructure has borrowed from pentecostalism the yep. things that they think work and then they stop you just short of it so this movie it's, and this is what I'm saying, and I, I, what, I, I won't say who said this, but a really prominent minister was talking to me to the other the other day, and he said, he said, Mike, God is going to use this movie to like pull the Jenga piece out of mm. the pile, cause the whole thing to come down, and the cessationists are going to have to restack their theology biblically this i mean it's I'm, because the thing is you're going to watch me prophesy over someone and then the interview afterward is them saying there's no way he could have known a b c and d it's jaw drop you're going to watch some another character pray for a girl in a park and she comes out of a wheelchair and then gets medical verification you're going to watch people my god get, it's it's so this is a documentary this is not the jesus revolution uh yeah. it's you know where it's it's a fictional recreation it's an account this is not the chosen where you know, hey, we've got actors pretending to be. This is literally me and my crew. We film this stuff yeah. and and we now put it in a cinematic release. And it, it, you, you decide what you believe. And everything that you see in this movie's real time. This this is no reenactments. These these are you're seeing people real time being delivered. You're seeing real time hunger running to the altars. Uh, you know, yeah. so let, let's, uh, if you don't mind, let's, let's watch the, let's go to oh, the yeah, website yeah. Yeah, let's and let's watch, watch it. Yeah. So, so look, here's, here's what you do. Uh, you can go to fathom events, by the way, all of this, let me throw this up here first. All of this is available, uh, on, um, MikeSignorelli.com. But when you go and I'll have all of this down below pastor, it, so they have direct links, just quick links. but it's called the domino revival. It's going to be in movie theaters on October 24th, which is so awesome. There's going to be right after you're in Birmingham. I uh, know. So, so let's click on this and let's watch the trailer together. The Bible isn't the story of what happened. It's the story of what always happens. Mm, come on. Society is attempting to redefine right and wrong. God's people are being faced with a decision. Do I bow in fear or stand for truth? It might look like it's dark. It might look like it's impossible. But I say I serve a God who deals in the impossible. Nothing is too hard for him. At his words, demons tremble. The pastors already think I'm crazy, so I don't have anything to prove to anyone anymore. The doctors told you you'd always be on medication. The surgeons told you there's no procedure. You need a physical healing in your body, but I want to give you the healer, not just the healing. This is about the gospel. The reality of God should change everything about our life and the world around us. 
there were moments where I would cry. And I said, Lord, what am I doing wrong? The power went off and about seven people ran forward with knives. When I was making all these TikTok videos, no one had any idea that I almost lost my life. I thought this is legit. Is it legit? What are we gonna even do? Our nation and the nations are in revival right now, and what we do is really important. We can like quench this thing out really quickly. I'm putting on the boxing gloves, and I'm going out and going to war against every unclean spirit. Devil, you might have power, but I've been given all power. You are empowered by Jesus Christ. We've worked with close to 5,000 churches. Pastor Mike, you are the fastest growing church in America. God is literally doing something here that we have never seen happen before. God preserves a remnant to bring a revival. We need the glory of the King. I will pay whatever cost I have to pay because I will not give that which costs me nothing. Jesus. Come Thank on. you, Father. Oh, God. Oh, Father, my Father. Oh, my God. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost on that. That is so strong. That is so real. It, you can I feel it. You your can reaction. feel it. I appreciate your reaction because there's a heavy glory on this movie. Larry, I just got back from, from Canada where we finished this film in the biggest studio in the world. And let me let me just tell you because seeing your response just reminded me <laughs> so the movie industry is on strike right now yeah. so you know right now the movie industry is on strike this is our opportunity the lord just set me up so i went in the studio this is the same studio that does barbie teenage mutant ninja turtles same star wars and i kid you not larry i went into that studio they had to work on this film and we got their number one top people I was sitting in that studio watching this film, getting waves of the glory. I couldn't even breathe. I, I would that the same experience you're having right now. I couldn't even breathe, and I said, "Lord, this this thing is going to change our nation. God is going to use this like I, like a little stone to sink right into the forehead of that giant." Yes. Oh, and and the 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 name. And, and hearing the backstory, uh, because a lot of people, you know, don't know the backstory of the Domino Park. I mean, obviously, you see that, and you automatically think, you know, the term of dominoes falling, but it literally started in a Domino Park, and dominoes are falling all around. And I love what you said, Pastor, that God is using you and men of God like you from all walks of life. Some that are well known, some that are just faithful, yeah. solid. Uh, local town showing up, been preaching the gospel in in obscurity now for twenty plus years, just being faithful, and God is getting ready to use them as a domino. And and I remember years ago, I, I, I have such a heart for pastors. I, I pastor pastors. I love pastors, and and you know, so many pastors have just been faithful. They've there's been yeah. a remnant that's been preaching this, but nobody knows who they are. But they've like, does anybody out there still believe this? Does anybody out there still preach this? And I believe this movie is going to ignite those pastors as well to bring them hope. That, oh, I am not alone. There really is people out there that still believe in this. It's not gone. And and I, I'll, I'll say this real quick story. One time Perry Stone was preaching many, many years ago, and he, he told this story that he went to Jerusalem and he went to this table in the market and this person was selling clay pots and oh. they had all these clay pots. Oh, feel God. <laughs> they had all these clay pots sitting out on this table hmm. and they all looked exactly the same. They were just exactly the same. And they were like $5. And, and he had been told by someone, if you really want the good stuff, this is what you do. And he said, he went up there and he said, I see all these clay pots here, but I want, do you have any chosen vessels? And, and they, they said, well, this is all we have. And he goes, listen, I know you've been doing this for a long time. I want to ask you again, do you have any chosen vessels? And at that moment, that potter knew what he meant, that it was a cabinet, Pastor, where he had kept the, the, all of the ones that he had put in the fire when he was duplicating all these pots. 
And something was inside that clay on one that caused it to react to the fire differently. And when, when the fire was set and they pulled those pots out, they all looked the same except one was deformed. It looked deformed because something was in the clay that was different than the rest. And, mm-hmm. and the potter said, this is, this is priceless. So he sits that as a chosen vessel. He puts it aside and only brings it out at an appointed time when someone knows the value of that. And pastor, I believe this is what this movie is going to do. There are some pastors that God has been watching and been finding faithful. And this is the moment. And I believe this movie, I believe this movement, I believe this moment is about, God is about to open that cabinet and pull out some chosen vessels and set them out here. And God's about to say, I'm not forgotten you. I have not forgotten you. I'm going to use you as my last day remnant glory to god glory to god i feel the anointing because larry this movie is going to be vindication this is like the lord told me this is like a joseph moment where we're going to get vindication some of us have been rejected some of us have been cast aside some of us have been quite frankly told we were crazy well i am crazy i lost my mind for the sake of christ i I am crazy i'm out of my mind well you know here's my thing if if being sane means being powerless, if being mm. sane means being a denominational hireling, if being sane means doing the same business as usual, getting the same results, I don't want to be sane anymore. No, I no. want to lose my mind for the sake of Christ. And, and you know, p- part of the tears that I think I see in you is, is many, and, and I want to honor you on your broadcast. You know, Larry's been been laboring in fields for years and years and years. Many pastors have been laboring. They've been saying like a voice in the wilderness, like John the Baptist saying, I'm telling you all, this is what I see in the spirit. And I really believe this movie is when we go mainstream. This mm. movie is when we cut, hey, everybody else has come out the closet. We're coming out now. <laughs> yes. it's, it, you know, it's like everybody else got their day. Now we're getting our day. Y'all got to... Uh, espouse your demonic doctrine. Y'all got to go and pervert scripture. Y'all got to go. It's our turn now. And that's what this felt like. I didn't think in my lifetime I'd ever have the opportunity to put a Pentecostal spirit-filled movie to the masses. But I, I, I feel convicted to say this. Guys, Hollywood is regulated by the spirit of mammon. They only understand money. I don't think for a second that people like me in Hollywood. I don't think for a second that I'm their best friend. I think one person liked me and that's how this door opened. But the rest of them said, yeah, well, we could probably make money off of him like we made money off of everybody else. But here's the thing. If, if you're sick and tired of all that trash in the theaters, you've got to vote with your wallet on this one. I am not asking you to pay for revival. Uh, Here's the reality. Jesus Christ paid in full for your healing, for your deliverance, for your salvation, forgiveness of sins. It's already been paid for in full by Jesus Christ. So trust me when I say I am not asking you to buy a revival. The revival is already here. It's happening. But what I am asking is don't go into a movie theater without a ticket because you're going to get in trouble. (laughs) But, But here's the thing. Uh, pre-sale tickets are everything. So right now, just to give you guys the most um, accurate update, and you can see you go to fathomevents.com, you can grab tickets there, or you can go to mikesignorelli.com. But here's the thing, with the pre-sale tickets, we've already unlocked 1,000 theaters in America. Now think, there's 50 So, you know, 1,000 theaters means that's a saturation. That's hundreds of theaters in each state, in some states. But we could get to 2000 theaters, we can unlock more and we're already selling out. And so some people are listening to this now thinking I'm going to go October 24th and they're writing it down their calendar. You got to go to fathomevents.com. Some of you have never pre-sale and bought a movie in advance, a ticket for a movie. You have to do that now. And then I want to encourage the pastors real quick. Uh, And let me just say this. There's an apostolic call in my life. That's how I hit fastest growing church in America the last five years in a row. I'm not a pastor. I'm an apostle. That's primarily my gifting. I don't call myself Apostle Mike, but that's my gifting. And I pastor pastors. And I've launched campuses from California to New York City all the way to Miami. They're all thriving. We have no seats available at any campus at any service. And And I'm not a celebrity pastor. Some of you, this is the first you've ever heard of me. Uh, but that's because I operate in that realm. But I want to speak to pastors. I have an ability to draw spiritual orphans. It's like a crazy mm. 
anointing on my life. So when I show up places, I draw 2,000 people, 1,000 people, whatever, and many of them do not have churches. So the thing that I'm trying to awaken many pastors to is you need to make a plan, and I want to help you do this. I don't want to pastor all these people. We don't even have the ability to contain it. Our nets are already breaking right now in the V1 church world. But if you're a pastor, I want you to go get a theater and I want you to position your leaders and your volunteers at that theater. And then when this movie is over, I want you to stand up and say, I'm a friend of Mike Signorelli and he sent me to this theater because you need a church now. We want to help you take your next steps. And we need to get all these orphans from delivered to discipled. And, and, And I can't do this alone. And so the other thing is if you're a pastor, consider buying out entire theaters and 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 let me tell you why i mean there's pastors that uh make events to go to ball games and stuff like that i can't think a more unifying factor because did you know that 70 your okay your congregate your congregation members are 77 percent more likely to be engaged with your church if they do something outside of your church together so this movie could be a, a, a crazy um next level for your church if you go to fathomevents.com you tap on the banner and it actually has group sales of 25 or more now i know i'm talking to pastors right now you can go to your board go to your elders ask if this is something that you can spend church resources on but we've got regular everyday people who already have showed me i'm getting in my text community i bought 40 tickets i bought 30 tickets and these are just normal people who are like i know what god's getting ready to do they're handing it out to their uh, they're literally handing the tickets out to their uh, coworkers. And, and last thing I'll say, uh, um, you know, there are many of you have children that won't even go to church with you anymore. You begged them, but they'll go to a right. movie. It's true. You know, you have many of you have coworkers or friends, even family members. This is your open door. The thing is, we're about to turn these auditoriums into tabernacles in the wilderness. Wow. And there's no stained glass windows. There's no cross hanging up in these movie theaters. But the Holy Spirit's going to rush into those places. And, um, you know, people don't know. So I got, okay, so I'm ha- I was having a meeting with Fathom Events. And, and by the way, if you guys don't know, they're the ones that put the movies in these movie theaters. So this is AMC, Cinemark, R- Regal Theaters. And they said, hey, we have the ability to live simulcast you across America into these theaters. If we gave you like 25 to 30 minutes when the what? movie was over. I'm, I, yeah, Larry, I'm not kidding you. What? I'm sitting in this meeting. They said, if we gave you 25 to 30 minutes in these theaters, as soon as the movie's, o- movie's over and simulcasted you live across America, what would you do? My jaw <laughs> dropped. What would you do? I was like, what? <laughs> I, said, I, would, I, I said, I would bring people to a decision to accept Christ. <sighs> and then we, we would, I would ask them, are you ready to cancel your suicide? Are you ready to give up your drugs and paraphernalia and break the addiction? Are you ready to get delivered from demons? And they gave it, they literally approved it. So here's the other thing. This, after the movie's over, now I'm gonna go a step further. When I saw Come Out in Jesus' Name, you know, they, you had to watch the whole credits, then the live stream started. I told them, I said, you know, I know people have the attention span of a goldfish nowadays. Right. What what could it be like where the last scene of the movie hits and before the credits even roll, the, si- the simulcast hits? And they said, yeah, we'll let you do it. Oh, that's, so you, that's, that's unbelievable. That's never been done. Not, not even in the Marvel Universe. You don't even get the preview in Marvel Universe until yeah. the end of the credits. So they approved it. This is an unprecedented opportunity. It's a Holy Ghost hijacking. Wow. I mean, you're, all you got to do is get your family the movie. They're going to be bawling their eyes out watching people get free from addiction, free from suicide, free from depression and anxiety in the film. And they're going to be saying, maybe that could be me. And then boom, as soon as the movie's over, the simulcast starts and we're going to do it. That is unbelievable. What? What? That is crazy. That is that. Listen, that's, that is favor. That's nothing else. That's just favor. Favor's better than money. Favor will open doors that nobody can open. Let me tell you, that door's never been open. I don't care. Secular or religious movie, no one has ever simulcast live before the credits for anything. That is unheard of. That is insane. That is insane. Right now, I'll be honest with you, because now people don't know this. My church started in a movie theater in New York. 
And the same theater, the same theater that we launched in now is showing the movie. You can't make this up. You can't make this up. Hey, well, I was standing in the altar several years ago at World Harvest Church, Pastor Rod Parsley's church for Dominion Camp Meeting. This This was about two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago. God spoke to me and said, I'm bringing all things full circle. For those remnant preachers, things that they began in, even things that they wrote in their Bible at the very beginning of their ministry and in their journals, and some of the things they've even forgotten, I'm going to bring them back to remembrance, and I'm going to take them back to the places that they began and show them my favor was on them even back then. And I look at you, Pastor Mike, and I realize that's exactly what's happening with you. God is bringing you full circle, showing you that since he's Alpha and Omega, he knew that very first service that you had in that theater, he knew that he was going to bring you back in that theater to launch this movie. Pastor, yeah. Pastor, in the few minutes that we have left, can you look in that camera? I feel I feel so much yeah. anointing on this broadcast. Yeah, I believe people are going to be changed watching this, and they are <laughs> weeping, they are crying, they are hungry, they are searching for the supernatural. Can you speak into our lives and, and speak that peace? Give them the answers. Tell them that they have been chosen for this moment and maybe pray for them at the end. Yeah, look, I want all of y'all to look me in my eyes right now and I'm here in New York City, and this transmission is to tell you, you are not alone. You may Mm. have been rejected by your family. You may have been misunderstood by your own pastors, and and the leaders that were supposed to raise you up actually put you on the shelf, but I'm here to tell you, your time has come. And the things that God said, he is not like man that he would lie. God said it. I believe it. I'm joining my faith with you. That settles it. You're going to step into your finest hour. You're not dead, so you're not done. And you're getting ready to step into the fulfillment of many prophecies that he gave you. They may have tarried. They may have delayed, but you have not been denied. And we're getting ready to step in. So I want to pray for you right now because the power of God is hitting you. Even as we've been speaking, there is an unusual glory of the Lord upon this broadcast. And your body will be healed. This movie literally shows healings. And, and so it becomes a prophecy declaring, God, do it again. You're no respecter of persons. If you healed them, heal me. If yes. you gave them a miracle, give me a miracle. And so I, I just want to speak prophetically. I feel like there's a Joseph watching right now. I feel like there's somebody that's been going through a process that God's getting ready to put and debut in this season. I I feel like there's a Jacob that said, God, I'm wrestling with you and I'm not going to stop fighting until you change my name. And I don't want the destiny I was supposed to have. I want the one I wasn't supposed to have. I want more. And you're fighting for more. And the Lord is, he's pleased with that. You know, there's an aroma that comes off the remnant, an aroma of sacrifice, an aroma of travail, of weeping that's saying, I'm I'm not going to give up. And so I want to I want to pray for you right now for the single mothers that are watching right now. You are not done. You are. I'm I'm telling you, you keep on teaching your kids. They are like arrows in your quiver, when you meet your enemies at the gate, they should have been forewarned Mm. because you are not fighting alone. You know, your children like arrows in your quiver. I'm speaking to the dads that are going to work and and, and they've been like disillusioned. You feel discouraged, like you just want to quit. What am I even doing it for? And you want to relapse back into alcohol, back into dip, back into smoke, smoking. I'm I'm here to remind you, you are more than your job. Mm. There's destiny on your life. I'm speaking to somebody who stopped preaching, who's called to preach, and you stepped out of that, and the Lord's calling you back to it. He's going to open the door. He's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. I'm speaking into some ancient paths that are reopening right now, and the Lord's calling you back to that narrow path. So, Father, I thank you right now. Yes, yes, yes. Father, for supernatural divine confirmation on this message, Lord, I thank you right now, God, that we are not forgotten. Lord, I thank you that you are calling forth. Even somebody's grandmother prayed for this moment, and we are going to step into the fulfillment of it. Somebody listen to me right now. Your grandmother used to pray for you that you would live right, that you would live righteously, and you're you're getting that reminder right now. You have a godly lineage. Walk in it. And God is going to take care of the things that you've been worried about. And Lord, I just thank you for the anointing. Lord, we pray for the domino revival. Lord, 
I pray that everybody listening right now would step into radical generosity, that we would fill these movie theaters up across America, God, and that America will be saved, that our destiny in America has been a, a, a country that says you are free to worship the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And Lord, I thank you that America will return to our first love. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. Wow, wow. Glory I feel like to God. Brother, th- there is such fire on this show right now. I'm telling you, there are people, if you prayed with Pastor Mike, you were that Joseph. You were that Jacob. You were that person that God just God just touched. Wherever you're at, please, 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 I ask you, comment below. Let us know you prayed that. I will make sure that Pastor Mike knows that you prayed that prayer, that you gave your life to Christ, came back home, got hope, for, cried out for deliverance, cried out for purpose and destiny. And the movie that we're talking about is, is let us not stop praying for it. I'm gonna tell you right now, we're we're going we're gonna we're gonna fill it up here in Birmingham. I can tell you that we're gonna fill the theaters up here in Birmingham. And uh, but I want to show you something that just blew blew me away. I'm so humbled by this. Uh, just went to your website, looked at the coming coming events, and yeah. I, I look at the at the month of October. What an honor that you're going to be with us at Elevate Conference. Then you're going to be in an Israel tour and then the movie. My yeah. God, that is just amazing to me uh, to see that that our our church, I'm so humbled that our church, uh, barring something else happening, is going to be the last church you preach in before the movie comes out. I'm just so amazed by that. That's, so I'm just declaring that Elevate Conference is going to be like the rocket fuel that yeah. elevates uh, the the Domino Revival. And and that that is that is because you will be with us. Let me throw this up here because I want to remind everybody about yeah, this conference. On. you got to be here. you got to be here. And to all the pastors, listen to me. If you're a pastor and you see this and you say, I want to come be a part of Pastor Mike's service or for the whole thing, Miles Rutherford, Rod Parsley, Mike Signorelli, I'm going to have down in the the uh, the show notes, down in the description, a quick link where all pastors and, and ministers, pastors and, and preachers, can reserve up to four seats will for you. It's very it's free, no registration, but you can go ahead and reserve your seats because it's going to be packed. It's going to be an incredible, incredible night. We're not going to get in a hurry. We're going to let God do what He wants to do. We're going to see people saved, delivered, and healed. Pastor Mike, you're going to be at home. I'm going to give you that mic and turn you loose, brother. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. I would hey, listen. You know, Larry, after today's broadcast and just talking to you more. I, I know exactly why God has me with you as the last thing before the movie, because mm-hmm. your years of faithfulness and, you know, the reason partly why I feel like I just want to bawl my eyes out crying during this broadcast is because, you know, I'm doing this for the remnant preachers. And and this is like when we get to say, you know, this is for our own, you know, and, and people, some people don't even know what I'm talking about right now. Yep, but, yep. you know, I was raised in Pentecostalism by, you know, and 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 for all of our faults and failures there was a light a lot we got right and and i think yeah. it's like and and so there's right now it's like it's been a long time in the body of christ and we have intellectual pentecostals we have philosophical theological pentecostals we have pentecostals operating the power of of God and the anointing and demonstration of power we have prophetic pentecostals and there's something about everybody uniting in this era and 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 so i don't know i just felt something during this broadcast where yes. the world needs to see and let me give a last bit of encouragement you know gen z many of them were not raised in uh a hyper charismatic charismania they were not raised in the abusive toxic forms of stuff they haven't experienced church or, and when you see witches and warlocks that go from wow. the new age right into the fullness of the spirit of the living god you know they love it when you see you know what ha- like i came out in here in new york and told catholics you've received the baptism of john but you've not received the baptism of the holy wow. spirit and fire do you want the rest of it you know and when i saw <laughs> catholics speaking in tongues prophesying praying for the sick wow. when i saw what happens first generation i was like you know what I, yeah, and so yeah. there's many people in america that that they they don't even know they have the option and this yeah. movie is going to bring it into the forefront. So God is raising up a remnant, and and I I'm honored to be with you guys because 
you know, for many of us, we've been laboring in these fields for decades. Yes. And I feel like this is going to be like cool water. You know, people are going to be watching the movie that have been in the game for a long time. And this movie is going to be like cool water running Glory over there. To God. It, to you God. know, it's our turn now, like where you can't put us in the, in the corner anymore. Jeez. You can't hide us. You know, we're unapologetically speaking in tongues. We're unapologetically prophesying. We're unapologetically casting out demons and you cannot silence us because it's like oh. the last shall be first and the first shall be last. There's a reverse that's happening right now. Wow. Glory to God. I don't even want to end this show, man. I want to just have church for like another hour. We're having church right now, brother. This is church. Come oh, on, this is amazing. Well, listen, Pastor Mike, you are such a blessing to me. I cannot wait to have you in the, my pulpit and, and to do ministry and life together. Can't wait for this movie. Can't wait to hear the testimonies that are going to come in. And one last time, we'll say thank you, thank you, thank you for taking out time of your busy schedule to be on the big picture. And uh, it is such an honor to have you. Hey, it's an honor. Anytime. I'll see you soon. All right, God bless. And to the Big Picture family, I want to say what an honor it is for you to be with us. You don't even know how much it means by your faithfulness. Thank you to everybody that is our partners. Thank you for those that hit the like button, subscribing. And by the way, if you have not got a copy of our book yet, then all you got to do is go to LarryRaglin.com. And when you go to LarryRaglin.com, you will see, uh, let me get this right here. You'll, you'll see when you go there, you'll have, for a gift of any amount, you'll be able to get a copy of I, Can, I See Greatness in You. When you click that, it'll take you right to a gift page, and you can give a one-time gift, you can give monthly, or you could uh, become a monthly partner or give a one annual gift there. And for any amount, you're going to get a copy of our book. You can also go see our merchandise that we have available, and I'm really encouraging everybody to join our email list. And if you're first time with us here tonight and you've never known anything about the big picture, every Monday night, please make sure to join my wife and I, we co-host a two-hour breaking news show where we cover news of the day, things that no one else is telling you from a kingdom perspective. We would love, love, love to have you a part of that. Until next time on The Big Picture, we want to remind you that no matter what's going on on this channel, you know this, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. Thank you again to Pastor Mike, and thank you to everyone joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Big Picture Podcast. We hope it helped you, encouraged you, and empowered you. Please consider leaving us a review on your app of choice and share with family and friends. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake.